for our latest business news. Global stock markets have been surging. Solange Mujan is here with us in studio for more on that. Solange, the past 24 hours, they've been pretty great for the global stock markets. Talk us through it. Yeah, there's been a bit of euphoria at the moment on the global stock markets. But the question is whether this will last. Investors have been waiting months, hoping to see signs that inflation is going uh, down in the United States. The Federal Reserve has increased interest rates half a dozen times this year alone to try and make inflation go down, but it has kept ticking up. And then yesterday's consumer price report, the index came out and it brought a glimmer of hope. It showed that compared to last year, uh, inflation rose 7.7% in October. That's still a lot, but it is much less than in September and less than the high in June of 9%. Also, the core CPI, the index without prices, with price without food and energy prices, well, it showed that perhaps inflation has peaked and could now slow its upward pace. Wall Street responded immediately, having its best day in two years yesterday. And today in Asia, markets also soared as well as hopes emerged that the central banks of the world will scale back on interest rates. Hikes, the Hong Kong Hang Seng, it jumped over 7%. That is in part as well to Beijing easing COVID restrictions. Now, here in Europe, the markets also got off to a good start, uh, perhaps not as much as uh, Asia so far, but we'll see how it goes over the day. Pretty much nearly 1% get going up there uh, across Europe. Turning now to Italy, the Prime Minister Gloria Maloney's government has unveiled its first major economic package. Uh, it announced an additional 9 billion euros to help homes and businesses grapple with energy costs. And this is in addition to the 66 billion spent by the previous government, Maloney's predecessor, Romeo Draghi. Now, Rome says, uh, Mario Draghi rather, Rome says it needs to keep up these tax credits to help businesses, even if it is increasing the nation's deficit. Now, as we mentioned earlier in the hour, Italy is also making headlines, especially here in France, because of the two nations' dispute on immigration. Italy's far-right leader has refused to take in the asylum seekers on the vessel Ocean Viking as France takes, it takes them in. With the ship docking in Toulon, our correspondent Natalia Mendoza went to Italy and found, despite Maloney's anti-immigration rhetoric, that migrant workers are essential to many sectors of the Italian economy. Sunrise over a parsley field in Abruzzo, in central Italy. Here, a team of farm workers has been working since four in the morning. Everyone here comes once a year from Morocco, for a few months, specifically for the harvest. Juhad lives in Benimelal, to the east of Marrakesh, with his wife and two children. I come here to work in order to help my family. It means I can send them money. I keep just what I need to spend here on food and lodging and all the rest I send back to Morocco. We bring in workers from Morocco because we cannot find Italian workers. We're short on labourers. We can't find Italians who want to work in the warehouses or in the fields. The agricultural sector requires seasonal labour, but other business sectors need labour all year round. In Italy, there are nearly 2.3 million foreign workers, an indispensable resource to keep the economy running.
Migrants cost the state nearly 29 billion euros. However, in parallel, the state receives in return 30 billion euros from the migrants. So that makes a positive balance sheet of 1 billion for the state. And there are also some immigrants who would like to start their own business. Look, here we have our ice creams. We have a dozen flavors. The employees of this ice cream shop, all non-Italian, also receive training in business management. Serving ice cream is really easy, but what goes on behind the scenes, the administrative side, the finances, that's difficult. When you have a successful business, managing the finances, the income and spending is really hard. Me, I work here and I pay taxes. I contribute to the state, and like me, there are plenty of immigrants who pay taxes. And all that in the end goes into the state coffers and helps finance social services, pensions, all that. In Italy, more than 600,000 businesses are managed by immigrants. Today on today's business news uh, around the world. Thanks, Solange. That's Solange Mujan from our business desk.